Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Hello, and welcome to Federal Contracting Made Easy, where it's our goal to take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that anyone can master. Today, we're on episode number 91, and we're going to be discussing no more mistakes when submitting your government proposal. But before we get started, let's take a moment and roll that intro, shall we? Welcome back. Congratulations on arriving at the last step in writing your proposal series. At the present time, you have finished your proposal, But before we submit your proposal, there's one more thing that we need to do. And that is, we have to review our proposal. But before we get started, let's go ahead and run through the agenda. So today, we're going to talk about delivery methods for your proposal. A checklist to make sure that you've covered every item you needed to in that proposal and how you're going to develop your own. Talk about reviewing the solicitation again one more time just to make sure you got everything covered. Do you need and have you obtained a qualified products listing? And are you approved? Review possible time constraints. Address the evaluation factors and how many copies of the proposal do you need, including one for yourself. All right, let's go on. So there's multiple ways that you can submit your pro- proposal. Some of them are through the U.S. mail. FedEx, hand-delivered, and sometimes they'll be online. If you do a lot of um, products, then a lot of times the government will have have you submit your proposal online, and you just have to make sure you fit everything out and hit the submit button. All right, so we need to develop a process to review our proposals prior to submitting them to the government. This process, whether it's a checklist or some other mechanism, needs to re-answer some questions. For this purpose, we're going to review the questions that we need to ask ourselves when evaluating our proposal. Is your name on the bidder's list for supplies and or services that you are qualified to provide? What it says it means? It means that you went to your SAM registration page and filled out the fields. Did you read the solicitation carefully? We discussed this in detail in earlier episodes. Remember that you may find out that the packaging costs are higher than the actual unit cost on the product that is being requested. How do you plan on handling that if you discover that? Have you carefully read the specifications and standards that apply to the contract? Remember, it's your responsibility to find out and obtain the specifications prior to bidding on that contract. Did you obtain the technical package? If you're bidding online, did you check your bid information prior to hitting the submit button? And did you check all the fields? Were the parts that you bid on the same parts that the buyer is looking for? And do you propose to furnish materials in the exact accordance and with the specifications, drawings, and description? If you elected to deviate, then you need to propose to the government how the products meet the government's needs, and they're just as good as the products that the government was asking for. 
Bidding with an exception requires you to explain to the government how and why these will benefit them. A QPL is a qualified products listing. Does the product require QPL approval? Yes or no? Have you made sure that the approval number entered on your proposal is correct? Is it current and does it list the plant location where the product will be produced? Did you review all the packaging and marketing requirements? This may be different or not required in the commercial sector. However, you need to meet the government's requirements. Remember, packaging costs may exceed the unit production cost. Did you take that into consideration? Did you check and verify the unit costs for the contract? Did you verify that they match? You don't want to lose money because of a simple math error. So double check your equations. Does your bid delivery, is, is it in exact accordance with the delivery requirements specified in the solicitation? All right, you need to make sure that it does meet those requirements. Or does the government have any time constraints in their solicitation? And does your proposal accept the time constraints that the government's looking for? Did you remember to clarify any information that was not clear to you? And did you obtain that clarification in writing from the government? Remember that government must respond to you in writing, not just to you, but to everyone that is bidding on the solicitation. Did you properly complete your representations, certifications, and acknowledgements portions of the proposal? You need to make sure that you did that. Have you entered any discounts? Did you enter them correctly? And did you verify them? Go back and look at them again. Did you sign the proposal? Is the person that signed the proposal authorized to do so? A little late now, but have you read the whole contract? How many times have you read it? Make sure you read it a minimum of at least three times. Did you remember to address the evaluation factors? Is the proposal reflecting what the buyer is looking for? Is the buyer more interested in how the product will made, or do they just want the lowest cost, technically acceptable? Did you address the evaluation factors? Did you explain how you will do what is required? Did you walk through your processes? Are there any equipment issues, and how will you solve them? Did you remember to acknowledge all amendments on the bid? You don't want to be kicked out of the bidding because of a simple oversight like you forgot to acknowledge all the amendments on that bid. Did you include any conditions on your proposal that may modify the requirements? Be careful on any transmittal or cover letters that may contain a statement about terms, price, delivery time, or anything else that goes into the body of the bid. You don't want that on the outside cover sheet. Some companies have a cover sheet that already has a lot of that information pre-printed out on their sheets. If you submit that sheet, you're going to be held responsible, and, it, and it's, going to, it's going to confuse the government if that sheet differs from what the actual proposal, what's in, contained inside that proposal. How many copies of the proposal did the government request? Do they match? Did you verify that all the pages are in the proposal? Are all the pages in sequence? Is the proposal collated correctly? Did you remember to keep a copy for yourself? If you're sending your proposal by U.S. mail, did you make sure you have enough postage on the package? 
When submitting a sealed bid, did you place the sealed bid label on the envelope and not on the proposal? Have you given yourself enough time to mail or overnight the bid to the buying office? UPS and FedEx are not U.S. mail, and if they are received late, they will not be considered for your solicitation. Remember, anything other than United States Postal Service will not qualify for late consideration. Look at the proposal delivery methods and select the one that's most acceptable to you and that you're willing to do. Also, make sure that if you're submitting it by FedEx or UPS, that you ensure that it gets there before that time. So if you have to do overnight by 10 a.m. because it's going to be due at 4, I would do overnight at 10 a.m. and get it there. Don't count on it just getting there by 4. Sometimes when they deliver on base, they're later than, did you review the solicitation one more time? Did you need and receive a qualified products listing approval? Did you review for possible time constraints? Did you remember to sign the proposal? Did you address the evaluation factors in that proposal and how many copies of the proposal are needed? A lot of times the government wants three. Sometimes they'll only want one. You just need to go through and make sure that you met those requirements. Thank you very much for sticking with me to the end. Please remember to subscribe, leave a comment, and really the best thing you can do is hit that like button. That like button is going to get me out there and get more views. Until next time, as always, be safe.